0: Come in there, to be honest, Luke. <laughs> I wonder what you're doing. I was looking at you, but you weren't really sort of registering.
1: No, my play system was being silly. So, um, uh, how you been, all right? Very, very well, It's thanks. episode 41. We didn't make a big deal about episode 40, so let's make a, make a big deal about episode 41. What do you mean by that? I don't know. What are you going to do? Get you a party just say popper that, out or something. I mean? A party popper. Get a party popper or something. <laughs> Get the poppers out. Get the poppers out. Give yourself a little headache <laughs> and a little wee... Mm, sexual feeling.
0: Um they four- their nevers. Episode 41. Yes. If you want to carry on, you could just like fade your mic and carry on doing <laughs> that. If you want. Uh, episode 41. Um, I think we should do a mencarta. Yeah. At some point today right. because we haven't done one for a while. And I've got, I think I've got quite a good one. Okie dokie. Um, and I also want to do a bit about how to make the perfect steak. That's what I'm bringing to the table today. <laughs> a, lit- a literal steak. But how's your, um? how's, how's your weekend been? How's be? my
1: steak been? I didn't have any steak. Uh, what did I have? What have I eaten this week? I hung out with um, uh, a friend of the football ramble, Slim. I had a bit of food with oh, Slim and his good lady wife from the Kingdom of Five. Yeah, Is Slim he, married. Yeah, that's a, a surprise. A wonderful wife. What a wonderful wife Slim's got. And uh, I don't doubt she's lovely. He made uh, he made uh, he, he really made me laugh because he sort of said um, <laughs> he said, uh, "Hey, I was at, I was about." It was about 10 years ago, I was playing Oblivion, a video game, Elder Scrolls kind of RPG. Mm -hmm. And I just uh, joined the Thieves' Guild and I was eating a free bentos pie and I was drinking uh, Capri Sun. And I thought, life doesn't get any any better than that. (laughs) And I thought, you're right there, Slim. Yeah, That's exactly what life's about. I mean, he said it in full view of his wife, which is rude. Yeah, <laughs> best day of his
0: life. Involved, <laughs> listen, if you are, if you are, if you are sat in front of your wife and say the best day of your life involved a fray Bentos, Bentos pie.
1: Um, for, for those people who aren't in England or have never indulged in a Frey Bentos pie, heaven knows they're not as popular as they used to be. I thought you were just going to say get out, turn it off. <laughs> yeah, it's a pie in a tin, but not like a tin like that you just make like a pie. Like in a tin of tin. beans. Yeah, it's like a a, a can. You open up. And yeah. you just put that can in the in the oven yeah. and you bake it. Quite ingenious, really. But, I, I was mean, a big fan of it back in yeah. the day.
0: I couldn't honestly tell you I've eaten one for a, a, good, a good few years, but the chicken and mushroom, one I think they did, was very good. Yeah. Steak and ale was very good as well. Well, the, the the puff pastry sort of just got up. It's quite ingenious how they do it. I mean, all puff pastry does that. No, I, I know, but the it fact is. that
1: that's able it, to be canned yeah. and not spoil yeah remember when we did canned food that man who ate rations yeah back in the day that was good a guy at
0: the u.s civil war biscuit
1: yeah it's a uh, hard tack i think oh hard yeah hard yeah and tack he was and like it doesn't
0: taste very nice i, like, I could tell you that They like mothballs why are you eating mothballs? <laughs> yeah why do you know what that tastes well, yeah, it's like it's anything this guy doesn't it? but on, <laughs> on the food theme um give me an it's been it's been and i've because i want to firmly get into that section of the show now because i made a steak over the weekend and i don't particularly rate myself as a cook at all right. um, honestly but I do feel like I can make a good steak and I, I don't know if many people feel like they can so I thought I'd back myself Is there much to it though? Well I'm about to tell <clears> you <throat> I, I, I don't think people know the key the very simple but key things to do to make the steak taste delicious Right
1: um, Bearing in mind I'm like I've made beef welling before mate I'm like I'm like third down or something yeah, but what You what not impress like? me It's ah. very nice i made my own little kind of mushroomy Duxelle, they call it, don't
0: they? Yeah, Duxelle. <laughs> you, you, um, you've talked about your beef Wellington before, but you've never threatened to make me it. No. Even though you've now got a brand new kitchen, I've not got a brand new kitchen. I just moved everything around. I'm having a new kitchen next month.
1: Yeah, but yeah.
0: Land, land Baron. How the other half live, eh? Um, so basically, how to make the perfect steak. First of all, get yourself a nice cut of steak. I would go. For... <laughs> Shut no, because, get out, Luke. no, because no, because no. This is an important. Oh, I'm going to get stewing steak. Brilliant. Right. Do you want this to go on for the whole show? Because it will. <laughs> no, because it's important that people say, I'm going to have a steak. I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to buy a decent cut. Don't just go and buy brazen steak and go, oh, it didn't taste very nice. Of course it didn't taste very nice. Right. You've got brazen steak.
1: I mean, that's the that's going back pretty to the obvious. Basics. They, there is um, steak that you can buy sometimes that, um, where they've made steaks out of just different like, chunks, but they glue it together with food glue. This is what I I'm talking food, about. I didn't even know food glue existed. I thought if anyone
0: I know would know it existed, it would be glue. you. It'd be really cool, like You could make like Lego creations out of food. God, get in touch if you've done that. A chip castle. Get in touch if you've done that. So anyway, <laughs> so get get I would favour a ribeye, a nice medium thick ribeye, right? Then go to the shop and purchase some food glue. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not that's a right. pan. No, here's a key point though. Get your steak and get it to room temperature. Yeah, It has to be room temperature, because mm-hmm. otherwise it contracts and it gets very tough. So take it out the fridge a few hours before you want to cook it. Then, oil the steak and not the pan. That's also really important. Right. And season it properly. Then... Hurt get, it with salt. Get the pan so hot that it's actually starting to smoke. Okay? Right. Just, where's your smoke alarm? Um, it's in the dining room. Right. Um, but I've got an extractor fan made by <laughs> my good friends at Neff. My, my extractor I, fan doesn't go anywhere.
1: It's, it just... It just concentrates. Is the fish chip shot downstairs? (laughs) It just concentrates it. uh, But there's just a gap between the ceiling and this extractor fan. It doesn't go anywhere.
0: Okay. So weird. Yeah, that's... that's, My cooker hood. I mean, that's not not an extractor fan. No, it's rubbish. Um, And then you want to lay the the, the, the steak on the pan when it's nice and hot and leave it for a medium cut of ribeye about two and a half minutes each side. Don't tamper with it. Don't muck around with it. Leave it. Time it to exactly two and a half minutes. Flip it over. Another two and a half minutes. Um, that's for about probably just under medium which is exactly how I like it and then take it off and let it rest for about 6 or 7 minutes Um, and the final stage of this uh, 7 or 8 point plan or whatever it is enjoy your steak what do you think about that
1: Pete? right your hints and tips are buy a nice steak season it put it in a pan no, oil the steak, not the pan.
0: Get it to room temperature. Let it rest. There's loads going on. You're
1: just, you're just describing. Oh my, I had a nice right. dinner
0: over the weekend. Let's do a blind taste <laughs> test. You'll cook a steak. <laughs> I'll cook a steak, and I bet I win. All right, I'll get some posh wagyu or something like that. Oh yeah, that would try- be cheating.
1: <laughs> oh God, I love wagyu. Um, Should we do emails? Let's do some. Let's do some emails, Luke. Let's do some bloody emails for crying out loud. Where's my things? Where are my things, Luke? Okay, Luke, don't gunge me, mate. Pipe down, Pete. I told you never to argue with the customers.
0: Not yeah. had that one for a little while, Luke, have we? Why are you arguing with me about my snake <laughs> when you've been told not to argue with the customers? You're not my customer.
1: Yeah. And if you were, you would be banned from the store. <laughs> I bought um, a quart a court from a shop uh, this week and uh, they did, hadn't removed all the tags. It was three of those big plastic tags. Oh, I hate out. that. It's annoying. And the... And the security... I was on the phone with my dad trying to convince him of something we were talking about on the show of um, all. What, what's the latest on left, that? Uh, he's, uh, he said no. Um, oh, a shame. Uh, So we left the... Uh, so I'm going out of the store and the security guard uh, starts beeping and I hand the security guard the, the bag to have a look at and he beckons me back into the store like I'm going to do a runner. Oh, that annoyed me, Luke. So you did run. It, <laughs> I, like, I felt like going, maybe I should run just yeah. to teach him a lesson. He doesn't yeah. look like he'd run very fast. Yeah. Oh... That annoyed me that did. So it would be quite funny. It's like just a p- come back in the
0: store, shoplifter. It's like, it's your person who didn't take the tag off. I bought it. What you should have done is, is, what you should have done is because you actually bought it, right? So mm. what you should have done is legged it and let the police get involved. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then when they caught you, went, "What are you doing? I just started like to run. Here's my receipt. What are you worried about? <laughs> that have been brilliant. So what happened after oh, that? At least annoying. you didn't get it all the way home. That's a killer.
1: No. That is an absolute killer. I'll, I'll you are go, go into the I'll, shop. I'll go in another shop and it starts beeping in there as well. Yeah.
0: Sort sort your crap out, guys. So did, it, did they take it off?
1: Yeah, they did. Good. And everything's right. fine. The court um, was the wrong size anyway. So,
0: could, Have you got any more um, on your dad? <laughs>
1: uh, um, <clears throat> yeah, he's just he's just having none of it. He's just being a dick. He's just he, he is just being a prize dick. He's pretending he's like, oh, I've got an interest in going to those places. I'm like, shut
0: up, dad. Will he come around, do you think? Or will you have to try a different location? Um, I might try a different location. What's the location I mean, on the table for him at the moment? Uh, Canada or Japan. Okay.
1: I mean, they are big trips. But I'm like, he's just being, he's just, it's just the faff on. He can't be asked with. Did,
0: does he not? Oh um, uh, yeah, sorry, son. I'm going to... Have you, have you offered to pay?
1: <clears throat> it's, it's not about pin. He'll, be, be, he'll, he'll, have to pay because he'll want to pay.
0: Right, okay. But um, that, that's nothing to do with it. It's just him being stuck in his ways. But well, like. I think you should start off small. Maybe offer him a holiday to the, the Lake District or something. So it's not. Like, I don't want to. No, I don't want to go to the Lake District. I went last year. Actually, he's very nice. Do what you want. Just don't do it to me. <laughs> 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 Let's
1: get in this tent, Dad. (laughs) Let's get cosy. Come on.
0: Um, Okay. well, listen, do keep us updated because I know for a fact our listeners are very interested in you and your dad.
1: Me and my dad. This is my life. Hello, guys, says Stuart. I just want to confirm that Pete was indeed correct in stating that palm trees do grow on the west coast of Scotland. Oh, that's good. Um, I live in Mabel, South Ayrshire, and I've seen them growing in people's gardens up and down the coast from Ballantrae to Largs. The first one sounding lovely, the second one not so nice. Uh, also, Pete's random word generation uh, generator wasn't entirely random this time. Uh, they do indeed grow thanks to the Gulf Stream, which blows some warm air and also a shitload of rain across the Atlantic to our beautiful corner of the world. Donald Trump was also mentioned, which is also uh, supposedly a random comment too. However, buried deep in Pete's subconscious, he of course knew that Mr. President owns Turnberry Hotel and Golf Course yeah. a couple of miles down the road from me, which also happens to boast a couple of palm trees in the car park. I, I think we did
0: mention that, did we not?
1: I don't know. I don't think we did, to be honest.
0: Largs? I've not been to Largs, but like you said it Largs. Nice. It's supposed to be very, very nice. Mm.
1: Uh, so there we go. Uh, keep up the great work, he says. Thank keep you, up Stewart. the
0: doodling. Keep up the doodling, won't you? I've got an email here, Pete. Um, All right then. About Stubbington Study Centre. Oh, stop
1: this. I have. I've, stop it.
0: Why have are... you got so many about. The SS. (laughs) These are very, very real emails from people who've had experiences there. What do you want me to say? That's what this show's all about. The community aspect of this show is very important. (laughs) Um, This is from Charlie. He says, Hello, guys. Um, Following on from uh, the Stubbington Study Centre story last week, I too went to school in Basingstoke and also attended Stubbington. On the last evening of our week's stay, we played a game called Stubbington Murder. From what I can recall, teachers and employees of Stubbington would dress up and we the pupils would have to go round the grounds very late at night asking questions about who may have seen the murder and what happened. Think of it like a real-life Cluedo. Mm. I remember a lot of people running scared back to their dorms, so yes, I don't think it would be okay to do now. All in all, I remember absolutely loving my week at Centre at Stubbington Study Centre and even remember the one-piece sweet shop. All the best, Aww. Charlie. There
1: we go. Lovely old job. This is the gift that keeps on giving. I wonder what, what kind of uh, sweets, what kind of candy you got
0: for one penny. Be those little shrimps, probably, flying saucers, Black cola Jacks, bottles, blackjack, fruit salads. Fruit salads. See The fruit salad and blackjack one-piece sweet, looking back on it, that's probably the ones I didn't want you to buy too many of because the wrapper meant it probably mm. was um, very, very... Diff- wrapper. Yeah. yeah, it probably meant it wasn't a very cost-effective suite to manufacture. Mind you, though, I think uh, the
1: taffy's probably uh, quite cheap. It's, it's effectively taffy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. Mm. But even so, you're only charging a penny. Yeah, I know, still. I, I think you'd be all right, to be honest. I think you got to remember you've got moulding for prawns. True, that is true, You've got moulding for prawns and colourant, a very strong colourant.
0: Yeah, pink. Yeah. Yeah, my
1: that uh, was my mum's favourite sweet. I mean, it still is. She's not dead, <laughs> uh, unless she's, she's, she's nobody told me about it. Yeah, so, um, what? Um, unlikely, since her mother lived until ninety six. One p sweets are like four or five p now, probably. Uh, yeah, probably. They, they probably don't even measure them out like that. No, I used to get, oh, I used to get little little twenty p mix up, lovely old job. It's probably Those little golf balls, fantastic. It's probably done like per hundred grams or something mm. now, isn't it? Yeah. Do you remember when um, quarters used to it would turn into one hundred grams? It used to be quarters. Yeah, I did get, you? Can I get quarters, a quarter yeah. of sweets? Yeah. And then hundred grams. The Americans, they're not into metric uh, no. measurements,
0: are they're they? are imperial. Yeah, that's strange, isn't it? Yeah, get with the program, but America. I, I'll tell you what is strange, though. Even more strange, arguably, mm. is that we do a bit of half and half because we do metric mm. for lots of stuff. But obviously, there's an old school element of, that we still refer to things as like Python miles. Milk or whatever, but we still do miles. Yeah. Whereas in Europe, they obviously do kilometres. Oh well. Because uh, um, members of my American family that have come here for the first time without exception, have all been surprised that it's miles and not kilometers. Yeah. Because I it? assume it's metric. It's strange, isn't it? I prefer yep. it. Miles are more meaty, aren't they? They're
1: more substantial. Yeah. I, think, I so. think so. I think you get more bang for your buck with a mile, <laughs> don't you? Um, go on. Uh, do you want a quick one from Tom? Yeah. Uh, afternoon, Luke and Pete. I recently introduced my wife to your show, and every now and again we go back and listen to old episodes. Wow. Uh, going back to uh, episode 12, Train vs. Fox. You spoke about Kit Kats without the wafer. This reminded me of an incident that happened when I was working at the time. One of my colleagues had the misfortune of a waferless Kit Kat, so the team decided to contact Nestle. I've attached a copy of the letter that was sent. I hope you enjoy it. Nestle did reply with an apology and enclosed a cheque for £1 sterling, which I believe my colleague still has to this very day. Yeah, Listen, I Tom. checks check's only buy for 6 months so <clears throat> that's, Is that true? that's worthless now. Is that true? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Any check? Yeah. That's not what? That's crazy. Mm. Um uh, what about dated checks?
0: Um yeah, from the date.
1: 6 oh, months from the, from the, the date. The yeah uh, this is the uh, letter. I just made me giggle, to be honest. Uh, Dear Nestle, I'm currently eating what I thought was one of your quality products, the Kit Kat. Kit Kat is in inverted commas. <laughs> the uh, Kit Kat?
0: The, the Kit Kat. I believe the children
1: call it the Kit Kat. Uh, While I was munching through the first finger of my four, I found that there was no wafer. Of course, I am a reasonable person, and regarding the first finger, I'm able to make an exception. To my shock and dismay when I went to bite into the second finger, the wafer-free theme continued. And again, in the third finger, when I went to inspect my fourth and final finger, it felt suspiciously weighty and there was no sign of wafer on the underbelly. No wafer was found amongst the innards. I immediately explained (laughs) the unpleasant situation to everyone who works in my office, including several people who had called in sick today, and we all agree that this is an absolute outrage. To sum up my 10-minute unpleasant experience in consuming one of your products, I was most disappointed. I was supposed to be eating a wafer based product and to strip a Kit Kat of its wafer is like stripping an elephant of its trunk. It would no longer be an elephant, it would merely be a fat horse. I <laughs> await your response. <laughs> you I, that, I
0: think we established before that getting a, a Kit Kat without a wafer in it is something of a bonus, no?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, it's great. But he doesn't like it. Buy obviously. another Kit Kat, mate.
0: Um, there you go. For more emails of that type of standard and hopefully better, uh, hello at lukeandpeachow.com. Is it bowling pins that have.
1: Pool balls in them? Or is it bowling balls that have pool balls in them?
0: Answer that question by emailing hello at com because I have no when idea what the question have
1: is. Cut open a bowling ball or either possibly a bowling pin. Um, they found smaller, like, items, like, just like you know, uh, pool balls. What, for waiting inside. purposes? Yeah, for waiting purposes. Right. Or just, or just, I you have know, no just, idea. Just, just hot, like, a cracked um, pool ball. I just put that in for weight sort of thing. I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: fascinating. Um, if you can open a golf ball, it's full of elastic bands. Yeah, all wound up. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't Lovely. it? Lovely. Um, Shall we go for a break before we go to Mencarta?
1: All right, then, let's do that.
0: Yo, 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 yo. Funky. That, that was funky, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. Unexpected. Um <laughs> do you want I've got a this is Mencarta's brilliant. Do you want a Mencar can I give me a Carter jingle before we go into it? Give me a <laughs> is it too jingle. many too many jingles? Oh, too many no, jingles. I love a Mencarta jingle. We haven't had it for, like ages. it for ages.
1: Let there be justice for all Let there be peace for all fill for man. You don't
0: understand. Willie was a salesman. Say simply. Very simply. With hope. Good morning. There we go. Oh, Good morning. You forgot to cut your voice off again. You should have spoken. I'm never going to do it. No, but you, you normally speak over it. Oh, yeah, sorry. In the terrible band-aid plaster <laughs> attempt at making it better. So this Mencata, it's been a while since we've done mm-hmm. Mencata. We do still love it, so do send your suggestions in. Mm. This one's come from uh, Rob Cherrington, The Chesa. The Chesa. Chesa Pops. Um, and have you heard, I'm hoping you haven't, because I'd never heard of this. Have you heard... <sighs> of cocaine bear. Uh, is this something to do
1: with the adventure of Bear grills? No. <laughs> Wait, talk. no. Medellin. For legal reasons, <laughs> it is absolutely
0: nothing to do with he Bear grills. He will Grylls. have
1: tried. He's eating everything else. He's eating lizard gizzard. If he's eating lizard gizzard, he'll have had some, some chiz, <laughs>
0: Some bugle. Some bugle. Some no, snout. Cocaine bear is nothing to do right. with um, Bear grills. Okay. I'm pleased to know, to, to, to state, it's actually much better <laughs> than that. So, check this out. Cocaine bear was briefly famous <laughs> in 1985 when a bear was found dead after eating roughly 15 million dollars worth of cocaine here, no. dropped from a duffel bag dropped from a drug smuggler's airplane. Oh, so they do that thing where they chuck
1: the drugs out, uh, and then people have got to collect them, but the bear got the,
0: first. The, sw- the bear got to the picnic basket. <laughs> the smuggler, do you store your drugs m- away from your camp. <laughs> <laughs> the smuggler big banger a, bang a dustbin Andrew Carter Thornton II was the wealthy son of an elite Kentucky horse breeding family um, and uh, he fell from his, to his death when he bowed up the plane hit his head on the tail of the aircraft apparently and didn't open his parachute until it was too late oh, no and his deal. body was found um, uh, down the road or whatever um, and nine coke stuffed duffel bags uh, were um, recovered along the plane's flight path mm. um, cocaine bear was found three months later <laughs> In the woods just south of the Tennessee Georgia state line, uh, sprawls next to the ripped open tenth bag. All of the cocaine, roughly seventy six pounds, was, bloody hell. was gone. Right, <laughs> these two guys Whit Heiler and Griffin Van Meter, brilliant names, um, tracked cocaine bear down because he was eventually stuffed and put on display, and they and they took ownership of him, and they've got him in their store or something. Um, and the, the, this, check this out, eaten, like a big bowl of conflicts. He's yeah. hungry. Well, yeah, listen to this, though. According to the uh, the autopsy done by, um, I suppose, a veterinary surgeon, uh, he said, um, its stomach was literally packed to the brim of co- with cocaine. <laughs> there isn't a mammal on the planet that could have survived it. <laughs> it had cerebral hemorrhaging, respiratory failure, hypothermia, renal failure, heart failure, stroke, you name it, the bear had it. What a way to go. <laughs>
1: it's a brilliant Say way to go. my <laughs> It's
0: a brilliant way to go, man. Wow. Imagine is Isn't that
1: fantastic? Cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. What happened to him after that? So he got stuffed and Well, got... he,
0: he's now on display, I believe, at um, Whithyler Whit and Griffin Van Meter's uh, store. Right. Um, and they... I think he's got... I think he's in some shop in Kentucky. And he's on display. And he's quite famous. Yeah. Um, and they use him now as a, as a sort of quite a funny way of telling people about the dangers of drugs, I believe. <laughs> well, don't eat all of the drugs. Don't, don't eat have, cocaine. I mean,
1: don't start with seventy six pounds of it. So, like, if you ate, like a paracetamol, that tastes disgusting. So, like, if you just ate it, it would. Uh, right, it's not sweet, is it? It's not like Moorish. I mean, it is Moorish. cocaine. <laughs> that's the but, bear. Uh, so, I mean, I guess did they get to keep? Did the did the, um, the did the drugs people have to remove the bear stomach? Or I think. Oh, did they
0: get to keep the very? Um, but the bear—I think the bear went on to become like the state mascot or something. Cocaine bear, the state yeah, mascot. Because because it was like it was used as a as a as a way of of stopping people taking drugs. <laughs> That's not. Yeah. We're not bears, and you don't eat all the cocaine, do you? It's, it's on display at um, apparently at the Kentucky Fun Mall in uh, <laughs> Fun in, Mall in Lexington, Kentucky. That is fun, to yeah. be honest. There you go. Fantastic. So, ca- cocaine bear. have you got a story of any other animals that have inadvertently nailed their way through. 15 million dollars of street value of, of, uh, of, of class A drugs then by all means really do get in touch if, because
1: if you're buying a taxidermy bear I mean go for the one that's full of no, really valuable substances I don't think
0: that's how taxidermy works
1: <laughs> I think it's literally just the skin he
0: taxidermied stuff mate yeah he did he did, yeah. he did. imagine yeah. it though it's just, what are the chances of that happening? Magical, fantastic, salam in magic. So that's from Rob Cherrington. Thank you very much for that, Rob. <laughs> he doesn't mention what batteries he's got. That, but, is, a, um, that is a
1: fitting men car, to be honest. Um,
0: <laughs> if, apparently, um, they've they've renamed it Pablo Escobar as well. Nice.
1: I'm trying to think of other um, people who did a lot and, of he's, and he's got
0: a um, he's, he's got a uh, Kentucky uh, wide brim hat and uh, oversized gold chain. Um, and there's a the sign on it says, "Don't do drugs, or you'll end up dead and maybe stuffed like poor Cocaine Bear." <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and if you are jumping out of a plane, try and clear the blooming, um back of the plane. Yeah, I, I don't understand how he did that. Have you heard the story of DB? you heard the story of DB Cooper? Uh, yes, who yeah. uh, got off the back of successful hijacking. Yeah,
0: apparently, but that's because they never found the body. He might not be successful, but
1: well, they said they, there was a big rumor that um, uh, the, the back end of Mad Men was going to be that Don Draper was going to be DB Cooper.
0: I thought he was a guy who changed his identity in the Korean War or something.
1: Yeah, but that well, I mean, that's a big old spoiler, buddy. But, <laughs> but uh, how old is it? Those ages? But, isn't it? Well, it's the first season, so you're all yeah. right. But I think uh no, I think uh the last season was going to be that he goes on to be DB Cooper. That'd be great. That would be great. But yeah. I mean, instead, I think they were just going for that Pepsi advert Coca Cola advert thing. Uh, but DB Cooper, yeah, that is a fascinating story, especially the way that the plane is built as well. Uh, being a very like a gentleman kind of hijacker and kind of that he just got off the back of the plane on, yeah. on the because they used to have stairs at the back of the plane underneath the uh,
0: they changed that didn't they, they changed the, the mod, they changed the, um, the we bra- still get
1: them uh, I remember um, Barack Obama got royally mugged off by the Chinese when he landed uh, on Air Force One at one time they pretended that they basically said oh we didn't have to we didn't have time to get the um, the steps out it's gone Barack Obama's a, like the the president of the the United States of America is arriving. And you forgot to get the uh, the sky uh, the sky what do you call us passages out you spot, you've got to get like yeah. the stairs down so you can walk down so he had to like really pathetically get off the back of the plane with his own stairs oh okay so they were mugging him off On... very different to how uh, the Chinese treat Donald Trump of course who, uh, who they just flatter because it
0: works for him well they, they obviously have done their homework and know what works for what yeah that might... yeah, yeah, yeah that makes perfect sense
1: um... do you read something about the Donald Trump and the nuclear football. That, when uh, no. Donald Trump was in China... There was I don't a even big... understand the
0: sentence. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was an Axios... Is that an Edna novel?
1: It was an Axios <laughs> report about uh, Donald Trump and his recent trip to, uh, to China. It was a situation where uh, the US military aide carrying the nuclear football entered the Great Hall uh, Chinese security officials blocked his entry. Basically, the bloke who carries the nuclear football is supposed to stay close to the president at all times, along with the doctor. Uh, a US official hurried into the adjoining room and told Kelly what was happening. Kelly rushed over, this is General Kelly, and told the US officials to keep walking. We're moving in, he said, and the Americans all started moving. There was a commotion. A Chinese security official grabbed Kelly. Kelly shoved the man's hand off his body. Then a US Secret Service agent grabbed the Chinese security official and tackled him to the ground. What? So uh, at no point it's, it's reported uh, did any Chinese official touch the nuclear football, but uh, yeah, troubling, <laughs> kind of troubling, isn't it? Oh, press the button. Wow, that is very, very strange. It's strange, isn't it? That they, yeah, huh. a, a complete lack of protocol. Guys, get it together.
0: Yeah, get your protocol. Get right. your protocol together, guys. I was just going to say before we get out of it on the DB Cooper thing that um the fast one of the it's a fascinating story but 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 one of the things I find interesting about that sort of stuff is how many people come forward and mm. say they're him yeah like you say it happens with like loads of people that are at large essentially doesn't mm. it and and um, the FBI said on the on the something I listened to about D.B. Cooper like between like 1971 and 2015 or whatever hundreds of people have come forward claiming to be him D.B. Cooper yeah and none of them has passed muster no Incredible. mentioned in an MF Doom song as well so
1: (laughs) extra credit for that there we go Uh, well that's what he would have wanted so Um, send your
0: nuclear footballs to hello at (laughs) com (laughs) and make sure the satchel is firmly fastened exactly
1: don't let anyone touch it for crying out loud get in touch we'll be back uh, next week
0: I love doing these shorter shows I feel lean (laughs) for the first time in 10 years Pete I feel as lean as I've ever been so fresh and so lean 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 and green hello at LukeandPeteShow.com we'll be back next week love ya No, we're, wait. we're back on Thursday, you idiot. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I literally just said it.
1: Pre-recorded,
0: difficult.